one of the horses I really connected with, his name is Hero. And I, I got to tell you, I had streams of tears down my I face. I can only imagine. <laughs> you must have been a wreck. <laughs> I was a wreck because just listening to these stories of these horses, when she started telling Hero's story, I mean, the waterworks came. Welcome to A Home That Heals. We're a mother-daughter team, and we're all about homegrown, free therapy for families looking for great solutions to the challenges so many kids and families face. I am so excited to share an unbelievable experience I had out at Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch in Bend, Oregon in May. Talk about living a lifestyle that lends itself to healing. It's evident the team at Crystal Peaks is doing just that, and I'm excited to share Well, I have to be honest, mom, I don't even know where to start today. I feel like I drank out of this massive fire hose this last couple weeks ago now uh, when I went to Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch. And if you haven't heard about Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch, I really encourage you to look it up because I'm not sure I could adequately express all the incredible stories that have come from that and just what God is doing there. Troy and Kim Meter are the ones that founded this amazing ministry. And Kim Meter's story is amazing. I know you've listened to it. I have. Before. She She's such a storyteller. Oh, she is. But she has such a powerful story, a tragic childhood, mm-hmm. and some things that happened that, again, you and I couldn't even begin to scratch the surface. I know. I'm not sure that I could tell her story with the amount of depth that it takes in order to really grasp what she walked through. So I'll put a link to one of her, um, one of her stories just about her childhood and what horses meant to her. And I really connected with that. I, I don't have the same story she has, but I had a period of my childhood where I really did struggle with some bullying that was taking place and some different things and horses became my escape that really became a relationship that helped me to uh, heal and be able to get away from the things I was facing at school and then just the typical things that you face when you're going through puberty and especially middle school yeah you and Benny Benny was her horse Benny was my horse I'll never forget (laughs) her dad and I were standing out in a pasture and, and Benny was clear at the far end and Bree was was heading out to go get him and she turned back around and said to Terry and me that's Benny he's my main man (laughs) and your dad and I gave each other a high five it's like that was the whole idea (laughs) yeah you guys planned that well we did but no I, I just really connect with what they are trying to do out there you know they have um this youth ranch that they started I think 28 some years ago and it just came to them, you know, it was just kind of one of those things that was happenstance, you know, that God really drew them, um, into this property that was, uh, a rock pit essentially. And to go out there now and see how God has just flourished it. It's just green and redeemed it. Redeemed it. It's beautiful, but I love their mission statement. And I wanted to read it, especially because a few episodes ago, we were talking about how important, you know, family mission statements yes, are, yeah. business mission statements, and their ministry mission statement is incredible. It's, it's Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch exists to rescue the equine, mentor the child, offer hope for the family, and empower the ministry. And I really got to be a recipient of their their ministry of empowering the ministry. You know, we're praying and seeking God's will for 
how he might want to use our little therapy farm out at Barefoot Bluff. And we got to go out to an event that they call Ignition. They put this on. It's a free event and it's just to help share what they've learned, you know, as they've built um, their ministry and grown it and been able to help so many uh, equines and so many children and so many families and share their knowledge, you know, pass along their wisdom of the, I I love learning from people, you know, what did you do wrong? Exactly right. How can (laughs) I not do that? (laughs) How can I not do that? But this was a free event and Tyler and I got to head out over there. They, they allowed us to come out for it. And I had, you know, a lot of excitement to learn from them, but definitely didn't expect, you know, a, a huge deal. I didn't expect it to be this great production. And I tell you what they did, they blew my mind. I mean, they just did an amazing job, but at the heart and soul of it, what I thought was so beautiful is they were really reminding us that it's not that we want to duplicate what Crystal Peaks is doing. Mm -hmm. It's not that we, that God's plan for us is to just replicate what they're doing. And that's not even what they're really trying to promote. It sounded like. You know, yeah. it isn't. They are promoting that you know, you have to seek Jesus, that you just have to keep your eyes on him and seek his will for your life and for your marriage and for your family and for how he might use that, you know, to glorify himself. And so a, a little more about Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch as I went out there, because I have to be honest, I, I knew a little bit. I had looked him up and, you know, I've been following them on Instagram and following what they were doing and loving it. But I had no idea. I did not realize the extent of what they had done. They have rescued. Um, I think right now they have about 30 head uh, horses out there. And these horses, they come, I mean, from extreme abuse, extreme wow. neglect or just, you know, extreme circumstances. One of the horses, I, the stories I really connected with, his name is Hero. And I, I got to tell you, I had streams of tears down my I face. I can only imagine. <laughs> you must have been a wreck. I was a wreck because just listening to these stories of these horses, I'm such a horse lover that it was it was painful. But when she started telling Hero's story, I mean, the waterworks came. They got him out of Louisiana because he was found after Katrina. Wow. And I, I actually went. Uh, shortly after Katrina to do some relief work. And I remember just the devastation Mm -hmm. and the stories, you know, we heard, we got to speak with so many people that lived through it um, or that escaped, but you know, their homes were completely destroyed. I heard a lot of stories about dogs that were just heartbreaking, but I never really had thought about livestock, you know, and Kim really explained how the farmers, ranchers, or just, People who had, you know, a few cows or a couple horses, they really, they just had to open up the gates and pray that those horses and those livestock would be able to make it or be able to swim. Well, this horse, he had been found amongst all these trees. He had been swimming, they think, for probably three days. Unbelievable. Three days. And so just the massive, you know, amount of strength that that would have taken But when they found him, they couldn't rescue him. They couldn't get in between all these trees. They had to leave him. They had to go find a chainsaw and start, you know, cutting down trees to be able to rescue this horse. And they did. And it's just incredible to see him now. And what is so beautiful, again, just God's redemption of that horse's strength, enduring all of that. 
and then how they've been able to use him to mentor mm. these children who have had to endure so much, yeah, so much pain, so much heartache. And yet they have, you know, God has brought them through it. And for them to be able to connect with a horse that has a story yeah. that is so powerful and so probably something that they can connect with more than anything they've ever been able to connect with before was so beautiful. Mm. And I mean, they, they work with kids at risk kids, but also any, any kids, their program is in, uh, available to any kids, but they work with over 5,000 children a year. My goodness. It's just amazing what they do out there. And from very humble beginnings. Oh, so humble. I loved that because you go out there and it's beautiful. It's immaculate. They take so much care into God's creation. You know, they have so much love and adoration for uh, the beauty that God has created in uh, mm. the outdoors. Mm -hmm. But it's a little overwhelming, you know, when, when we're looking at our barefoot bluff and all <laughs> and our goat go heads. Bare feet. And I was going to say, you, we still have all those goat heads out there we're working on. Lots of goat heads, yeah. not very many trees. And they kept reminding us of where it came from, literally mm. a rock pit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they kept reminding us what God has done, you know, wow. and that, it, it isn't their own. It's not a pat on their back. It's not how amazing, you know, Troy and Kim are or how amazing the team is. It's how amazing our God is. And that was very, very encouraging. And I, I, I love what they're doing out there, but more so I love the heart of what they're doing. And it reminded me as, as we start this, um, journey too, you know, in trying to figure out what maybe God has planned for us in terms of a ministry and also what he has planned for us in terms of a home that heals. That if, if we're offering anything but the hope and the power of the gospel that Jesus Christ mm -hmm, offers, mm -hmm. we're frankly offering a counterfeit. It's true. You yeah. know, there are therapies out there. There are remarkable stories of what has happened, you know, using different, different therapies and frankly, even different drugs. I mean, how many, how many times do you hear stories of different medications people have gone on and, you know, drastically their lives have changed, but it, it's empty. It's hollow without Jesus. Mm -hmm. And there is only true healing, true restoration, whether it's from trauma, whether it's from just an imbalance of hormones or an imbalance in, you know, neurologically, or whether it's just, you know, being able to, to go through life mm -hmm. and the hard things that life brings at us without knowing and understanding that we have a God that loves us so much that he sent his one and only son and he sent him for us to redeem us and to transform us and to, give us an opportunity to live life forever with him. And if we're seeking help and we're seeking healing just from these little tactics and these little tricks of the trade, but we aren't seeking him first, then it just, it's, it's still going to be broken. It's not ever going to be whole. And I think you can see that, you know, we can all, and we've all experienced it because we've done it. You know, we've, kind of grasped at something thinking, okay, this might be it. This mm -hmm. might help solve whatever problem. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it does for a while. Mm -hmm. But again, when you're looking, when you're looking for that transformative kind of change, we can't do it ourselves mm -hmm. and we try, mm -hmm. but we usually 
um, yeah, we usually find out all too quickly how our meager efforts aren't quite what they need to be. But when you go someplace like where you went at Crystal Peaks, by the way, it's, uh, if you missed, it's in what Bend, it's mm-hmm. near, near oh, Bend, Oregon. Beautiful over there. Yeah. Yeah. It is such a pretty spot, but don't, don't you just kind of have, I think the title of this was ignition. Didn't you say, mm-hmm. did you sort of feel like when you can see somebody in flesh and blood who, whether it's a horse or a person whose life has been truly transformed and then there's that joy that comes from that because that's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, healing is, is, is part of it, but having joy, that joy that transcends anything that really you can put your finger on, mm-hmm. then you're, then you are ignited. You are absolutely. And what is so interesting too, I think, you know, when you're living and frankly, I was, I was living in this state where it was, okay, what's the next thing we can do to try to help this problem? You know, what's the next thing we can do to try to solve this? And, you know, frankly, we, we live in a broken world. It's never going to get solved. Like if we can just get to the understanding that there are always going to be problems. It is. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. So therefore healing never does come. You know, because we're always looking for the next thing to perfect us, the next thing to to make us whole. Healing only comes from being so, you know, rested and assured that you are a child of God. And that even though, even though it might not all get fixed here on earth, one day it will be fixed completely and he will make it all new again and he will redeem it all, all the brokenness, all the hurt, all the pain, all the sorrow. And he, you know, here on earth, praise the Lord, he does. He gives us these ways that we can, you know, restore and heal and and get better and and everything, but not completely. It's broken. It will always be broken. And so when we seek him and we rest in him, though, we don't have to feel that brokenness. We can feel his joy. We can feel so joy his peace. replaces the brokenness. And even though, you know, because I remember, I know so many times I've I've had had people in my life that have had incurable diseases mm-hmm. that have not been healed, mm-hmm. but yet I've seen that they have been able to face that, and they really experience God in a way that that I think is. I mean, I've had in one particular case, they said I wouldn't trade this for anything, Mm -hmm. even though I may die tomorrow, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So that's what you're talking about is Mm -hmm. that, is that joy that comes through that journey. And in that process of, of putting God where he belongs on the throne Mm -hmm. and, and we're just seeking him first and foremost. Well, it, it, it makes me think of, I think it's Philippians 4, 19, where, you know, it says he will supply all our needs and, but I love the line from his riches through Jesus Christ. So, you know, it, it's his riches. It's not, it's not maybe what we think we need. It's not maybe what we think the best healing would be or the best solution would be. It's from his riches and his riches are beyond what we can fathom, beyond what we can understand. He's all knowing and he is able to do abundantly more than what we could ever ask or imagine. And so it is, it is to him that we should go to for our healing and for our restoration and seek that because yeah, sometimes, sometimes full healing doesn't come, but it's something else that he is wanting to hand over as a beautiful gift. And, and spiritual healing is, is 
what, where it's really at. Mm-hmm. I mean, having that wholeness in your spirit because you are filled with his spirit. That's that, true. Healing. That is the deal, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So what's the, what was kind of the bottom line of your, of your week there? What would you say? You know, I think I, again, I love horse analogies. I love, um, if you've ever been around horses, if you, if you get, uh, in a round pin with them and you start trying to work with them, they are going to just run there a lot of times, especially a horse that hasn't been worked with a lot. They're just going to start running and fight or flight, fight and or flight. In flight. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're just going to start running and they're not really going to pay attention to you necessarily. They're just, you know, they're, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. What do you want me to do? Come on, come on, come on, come, come with me, come with me. But they're not paying attention to you. And sometimes you're just standing there, you know, like, yeah, buddy, I just, I've seen that. Yeah. I just want you to walk. You don't, you don't need to be running at full speed. And as soon as they start paying attention to you, you, you notice it from their ears. They'll don't they usually ears. have to get a little tired? For they that have to get a little tired sometimes, <laughs> you know, and we're talking about a horse that hasn't been worked with a, a horse that has been, maybe they'll know exactly what to do, but They'll turn their ears towards you. They'll start looking at you and they'll start licking and chewing like, okay, I'm paying attention to you now. And at that point they'll realize, oh, I don't need to, (laughs) I don't need to run. I don't need to go full fledged. You're just asking me to walk a nice walk. You're just asking me to turn to the right. You're just asking me to turn to the left. And when they start paying attention to you, it's not so hard. It's not so difficult. And it made me think, of my, my walk with the Lord, you know, when I, I'm just like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm heading out, I'm going this way. And, and, and Lord bless me, bless, bless my efforts, bless what I'm doing. Cause I'm come along with me. I'm running. I'm working. <laughs> I've got this. You just come along for the ride. It's hard. It doesn't work. I, it just, it's like, what's going on, Lord? Come on. Why don't you bless this? And I love their, their motto kind of, I don't know if motto is the right word, but was, but really what they encourage their team and everyone to do there is to pray, ask, do. Okay. Pray first. Right. Pray first. Yeah. Ask, you know, pray God's wisdom, praise, pray to hear God's voice rather than your own. Just listen. Then ask, you know, Lord, this is, this is what I have on my heart. This is what I want to do. This is what, where I feel maybe you're calling me. Ask him, ask him for his wisdom, ask him for his direction and then when you feel that you really, you know, have his blessing, you have his calling, you have some direction, do. Now, what do I do, mom? You start, well, you just said it, you start doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hoping maybe it's right along the way, you know, and get so wrapped up in being busy and doing. Mm-hmm. I think you maybe learned that from me, by the way, um, that Thank that you. there's really very little time for. Mm-hmm. praying and asking other than just those quick shotgun prayers that, you know, help. Because mm-hmm. I already jumped off the cliff, Lord. That's right. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't pray and ask you did before. Provide a parachute, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He does. He does. Yes, yes. He has always provided me a parachute <laughs> and I have needed a lot of them. And so, wow, I felt convicted. Oh. I just, and reminded, reminded that it is so good to come to our father who knows who knows our circumstances? Who knows what our circumstances will be in five, 10 years? You know, there's been things that I, again, I've jumped off and done and I've, and they've been good things. There's nothing been wrong with what I was wanting to do. There's been ministries I've wanted to, to start and things that I've ways I've wanted to help our community. And I just start 
going and, and it isn't blessed and it isn't fruitful. And now I look back and I think, thank the Lord it wasn't <laughs> because of different things that happen in our life that, mm-hmm. that would have made that really difficult. And so God knows, he knows our circumstance today, tomorrow and 10 years and 20 years. And, and he knows those around us, you know, he knows, he knows our community. He knows the people that, um, he, he wants to reach through us. And so that, that's really what I walked away with. And I I'll say, you know, for, for you who are following along and becoming a part of this, a home that heals community, our hope and our, our desire is that through the ways God has just blessed our family with bringing things back home and with showing us that we don't, we don't have to look outside at the world, but we can look to him for healing and look to him for restoration in our families. We hope so much that this is a place where you are encouraged and you are inspired and you are reminded that it's those simple God-given gifts that are bountiful in blessing your family. And then I think I would just ask that you would pray because we really are taking this time to pray and ask the Lord how how he'll use what we're doing at home, how he'll use our furry animals and our fun, you know, alpacas and horses, how he'll maybe use that as a ministry to help our community and to help others in need. We don't know what that looks like, to be honest, do we? No, (laughs) we don't. But we do know that God provides, uh, he, he provides in, such unexpected ways sometimes, Mm -hmm. but we get too busy to see what those might be. So Mm -hmm. yes, would you please pray with us? And, and you, so many of you have messaged us that you are, and we thank you for your prayers. We really do. And so we invite you to follow us on a home that heals.com. We write some blogs there. We have some background information. If you're new to our, our podcast, then we'd like you to check that out. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and pray for us. And we appreciate your letting us know that you are. Thank you for your prayers. And we're praying for you too, as you come along and work toward discovering a home that heals.
A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to KTSY.org.